Hello, and welcome to this podcast. I still don't remember if I gave this a name or <laughs> if it ever had one, but hi. I'm I recording. Think it should be just called this podcast. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> hi, welcome to this podcast. <laughs> you know, one that one. Yeah, the one. Uh, so I'm here with my, my first guest ever, uh, Jason Rock. Hi. hi, that's me. That's my name. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, in case anyone doesn't know you, what do you do? Where might they know you? Oh, gosh. Um, well, you might know me from social media because I'm on it. It's but, true. But apart from that, if you've played or are into dating simulators at all, you've probably heard me as Damien Bloodmarch in Dream Daddy and Nightshade, which is currently in production. It looks amazing, but I'm Ada in that. Um, I'm a writer and voice actor for The Office Type. I am writing for Hidden Treasures, the visual novel, uh, like a lot of different things. You can hear me on Welcome to Nexalus, which is a D&D 5e homebrew queer stream. Uh, I'm on Twitch. I kind of do a little bit of everything all over the place. So hopefully you know me from one of those things. And if you don't, there are some things for you to, to see yeah, all if, of the little things that I do. If you don't, then go learn about him. Gosh dang it! Go do it. The internet is—it's uh, a resource. <laughs> you have the information now. Go do it. Well, a- after you listen to this, but but then go do oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> after this, then go. Or I mean, you could multitask and do both at the same time. That's true. I'm not telling you how to live your life. Yeah, you know, you do you. <laughs> live your live your truth. Live your best life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so I I do have like some questions just in case we like need something to talk about, but also I like if we just start talking about something and we never get to any of these, I am perfectly fine with that. <laughs> that's, you know, that's how conversations work. Exactly. Tangents beautiful. Love to oh, see them. Love them. Just can't get enough tangents. <laughs> you know? That's kind of how it works. Oh, 100%. I'll I'll be like I'll I've I've been in calls like for business stuff with people, and then like we spent ten minutes talking about something because somebody said something. It's like, oh, that thing. Let's go and talk about that for like ten minutes. Like I have an opinion on that specific thing. Let's let's talk about it. Let's go. Yes, it's like please, please, just let me talk about the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes getting on those tangents, it's just. You know, you don't oh, yeah. have to be as stressed about the business stuff that you were supposed to be doing. Oh, exactly. I know, cause like, oh god, the the other day I was in, I was in like my first like live recording session in a while, like being directed by someone recording with other people, and I was like so nervous for it. I was like, oh god, I, like I'm not gonna be able to speak properly because I'm so nervous. But then like everyone just started like talking like normal, and I'm like, oh yeah, everyone's just people in here. Why am I yeah. so nervous? Everyone is just a person in here. <laughs> Everyone is here for the same reason. Why am I this nervous about it? And who knows? Maybe they were the same level of nervous that you were. Oh, yeah. And they were also like, oh, thank God we're going off on tangents. Awesome. <laughs> oh, thank God. I don't have to think about what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's what I think makes business calls so much easier to mm-hmm. handle is when people are just as weird and nervous and fun as you are yeah exactly and i mean i feel like most people are <laughs> most people i mean we would hope yeah yeah okay so one fun question uh what got you into voiceover what what made you interested in it in the first place 
well, a young seventh grade me who was a little a little weeb <laughs> was <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's how it always is, huh? <laughs> so, a little seventh grade me, um, didn't go very many places or hang out with people all too often. But mm-hmm. I really liked anime, and I really liked auditioning for fandubs as a wee child, or just recording them myself and doing just impressions. And then listening back to them to see how close I got. Oh yes, um, which is awesome. Um, but from there, basically going through and auditioning for fandoms that may or may not have happened, or doing just one-off videos with people that I ended up connecting with somehow. I don't know how I connected with some people. <laughs> Yo, I feel that though. <laughs> it's like that video just exists on the internet now, and there's no. <laughs> There's no memory of how that came to be, but it just is now. Exactly. But from there, it was, you know, working on fandubs and doing fan content and then going, hey, what about original stuff? And then looking into, I think the big thing that I was a part of was like Halo Machinimas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember those. (laughs) Yeah, there was, oh man, there was a movie, like a short well, not. I mean, it was like an hour and a half long thing. Oh god! Two parts that I was in. in two like part YouTube school. machinimas. Oh my god! You're bringing but, me back now. Oh, I know. But from there, it was that, and then Halo Dubs. It was like a Halo abridged series. Oh. That got pretty big, and I was Cortana. But that was like right before. It was right before I went on T. Oh. So, that was the last thing that I was able to do before I had to take a break because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do anything. Right. Until I've kind of settled into how I'm going to sound for the rest of my life. Oh, God. Yeah. I oh, Yep. Yeah. Although I did, I did kind of voice act stuff anyway because mm. I think it was my second year on T. That was when Dream Daddy happened. Oh, okay my second year but everything before that was just auditioning for fan stuff the machinimas i did voice acting in high school for our district uh educational television station oh we had like a uh, it, it's kind of like the muppet show it was kind <laughs> of like the muppet show it was you bought one of those make your own muppet kits kind of thing and oh. we came up with this character named wally wordsworth and the whole <laughs> thing was it was like an in-class project, but it was just me. No one else did it. I don't know why. Oh. But it, it was, you had to, it was write the whole thing, um, like write a script for this puppet is teaching kids about this one letter and it has to do with the rest of the episode. And then I had to write it, submit it, and then go into the green screen room and record it while doing all the puppet stuff <laughs> and then turn it in. And that was like my grade for the class. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my God. And I think that's still on the internet. It's so weird to look at. It's like, oh, God, that's so, oh, that's so bad. Oh, it's like baby voice, baby acting. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right into college, um, that was when I got back into stuff because I was like, I'm, I'm an adult now. <laughs> I'm out. All of the legal stuff has gone through. I'm on hormones. 
and I can now kind of reintroduce myself to the community that I wanted to be a part of as a kid. Hell yeah. But now I'm doing it as me. Right. And it kind of made it feel a lot better and a lot more authentic because I wasn't, you know, in a position where it was like, I'm going to do this, but, you know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like me. Yeah. So oh, now, gosh, yeah. So now it's just auditioning as me. I'm not going to be anybody else in the future. I'm not going to be, <laughs> you know, trying to, you know, wipe all of the dead name stuff off the Internet. Oh. But it's it's now I can do it and be like, yep, that's me. I did that. Here's my name. Here's my social media. Hell Hire yeah. Me stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hire me. Oh, I, I totally feel it, though. I'm like... I, I want to just, like, hug my young self so much because I'm, like, I, I used a fake name for, like, everything when I was pre-T. So I'm, like, oh, my God. Bless you, young Calvin. You and your unknowing foresight. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think of having a... I, I was, like, I was just using my, like, username because I was, like, oh, I don't know. Because, like, well, and, and I guess for me because I was still, like, underage when I was recording that stuff. So I was, I was like, 16 or whatever. So I was, like, I... I don't want my name on the internet because I'm a kid, so I'm just gonna use my my username. Yeah. yeah, I think I did that too, but it was really it was really just nerdy. Oh yeah, my my username was so stupid. I, I had like at least two different ones that I tried because I wanted to be I wanted to be a famous YouTube or like a yep. YouTube blogger. <laughs> so I had one for that, and then I had one because I thought I was gonna get into cosplay. Which I never did. Oh, <laughs> but it was like having these usernames. Like, yeah, these are my monikers. This is this is what people are gonna know me by. Oh, I know. Know me by it at all. <laughs> I like I like sat there for like days, being like, oh no, that's not a good enough name. I need to have a really good, clever name. And I came up with like five of them, and I'm like, oh man, it never meant anything. <laughs> no one ever no. knew those names. Did you have the problem where you would have one and you would kind of stick with it for a while and then think of a better one and yes. switch it? Yes, <laughs> I hated that. And then people would be like, "Wait, wait, no, you're, you were, you were this, okay." There, oh uh-huh. my god, there was this one dude I I used to do like he had a top ten channel and I used to record stuff for it. Like to to his credit, like honestly, it was pretty high production value, but like I wasn't getting paid or anything. But so I was like, yeah, I I, I gave him the the first name, and then like a couple months later, he's like, "Hey, do you want to record something?" Again? I'm like, "Yeah, but but credit me under this username now because it's cooler." <laughs> Well, we didn't understand branding. No. That was the thing. Our brands were just, just, they changed by the day, you know? Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, if we had nailed branding <laughs> as children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, somehow just understood the concept of needing your oh. consistent brand. Exactly. That would have been so helpful to know yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me know it now. Let me learn that now. uh but yeah that just jumping around doing different things different monikers different usernames whatever but i mean it, it feels good to now be in a place where you have that brand as yourself yeah not as like oh i'm this random username no it's i'm just me (laughs) yeah i'm not I'm not awesome voice actor three, four, five, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. King of voice acting 89. That's me. My first email, like, my first email that I had for myself, um, 
I, I kind of had it as like this is gonna be my my intentions that I'm putting out into the world, but it it was pro voice actor and I wasn't <laughs> I, I wasn't mind you. I didn't I was not oh so, that's so awesome this and is... I felt so bad like sending in things to people with oh. that email. Hello, yes, it is me, pro voice actor. It's me, the pro voice actor. No, you're not. Shut up. What do you stop now? Hey, you 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 were manifesting. I was very early on and in such a weird incompetent way. I mean, honestly though, that that's more ballsy than like cuz I I know like the the misstep people usually make is being like, "Oh, I'm an aspiring voice actor. I'm I'm trying to be a voice actor." It's like, "Well, you're not supposed to say that cuz like once you're voice acting, you're voice actor." But you were like you were opposite. You were like, "Yeah, I'm a professional right now." Right yeah. <laughs> Although most of the stuff that I sent in was recorded with like one of those USB like uh what's it? Um rock band microphone. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the old rock band one that you just have to hold in your hand and try not yes. to move. Like, oh yeah, honestly, stands just t- holding it. Yo, to be fair though, like for for just like a, a microphone that comes with a video game, not bad quality. It like that's wasn't bad. No. Yeah, looking back on some of the things I recorded on that microphone, it's not bad at all. No, and it weirds me out how how nice it was for something that came with a video game oh that's funny because like one, one of the only things i have recorded of like like my youngest self like i recorded i think when i was like 12 or 13 was on a rock band microphone it was me singing something and like it sounds pretty good still like i'm yeah. i'm genuinely impressed there were only a few moments where i clearly like plosived right into the microphone but oh yeah that was about it yeah Oh, yeah. Why were they so good? Now I have so many questions. Why were they? Right? <laughs> I mean, so well? I guess because the the point of the game is it's supposed to be able to tell what pitch you're singing at because that way it like you know oh, yeah. it grades what you're doing. So I guess it had to be kind of decent, but still yeah. like. I mean huh. that makes sense. <laughs> it's I don't such, know if that's huh. the I don't know if that's right, but yeah. I'm going to take your word for it because it just... sounds right to me. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, <laughs> well, maybe that's why. <laughs> Could yeah, be. I'll take it. I'll take it. That sounds about right. Oh god! Speaking of microphones, though, I I still they're they're still up somewhere, and if someone looks hard enough, they can find them. I my like my first auditions like on casting call club. Me being like fifteen, just got my blue yeti. I was talking into the top of the microphone, <laughs> and like, I tilted it toward you and talked like, to the top of it. Yeah. Oh my god, no. And I didn't cut no. any of my, like, any sounds or dead space in the auditions I sent it, so you just, oh, right no. before I said it, you just hear, like, on the microphone of me, like, setting Oh it no. Up. It was that, so bad. I'm gonna be honest, I, I think I deleted all of my old Casting Call Club I auditions. I don't blame you. They were, just, they were just so... I do not I blame you. I don't want to be associated with any of what that was, but, uh, I listening back yeah i think it was the same like the beginning when you're getting everything ready and like mm-hmm. that first big breath before yeah you oh god and right at the end when you're fumbling for the button to click the record button to stop it or yeah. like the keyboard or the, something the, like the three mouse clicks as you're like trying to hit end record but you keep missing yeah or you just hear yourself breathing into the microphone while you're trying to turn it off yeah oh my god yeah exactly exactly oh, man. Oh, and yeah. I remember in some of them, I would just leave in the parts where I screwed up, too. I'd be, like, saying the line, and then I'd stop, and then I'd just start again. Oh, no. Oh, it's so it's so incredibly bad. 
Oh, no. Oh, but but I mean, at least we learned from it. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I, n- I never would have learned if I hadn't done it because I'm way too ADHD to read how to do something. So, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm the person that looks up all the YouTube videos for <laughs> uh, how to how to do so and such and such a thing on mm-hmm. Adobe Audition. Oh, God, I do... I do that all the time with Reaper still because, like, I mean, if you have no experience with, with something like that, it's like, oh, there's too many buttons. I don't know what to do with all this. <laughs> Give me the yeah, YouTube I mean, video. Some of those, and some of those you don't even need to know because it's not for no. what you're working on, but you feel like you need to know it. Yes, know? yeah. <laughs> Just in like, case you have to use it for something. Well, and, like, once once I actually, like, recently started, like, looking into, okay, well, how do I make my stuff sound better if I'm if I'm actually putting in more effort, I'm like... Oh god, I had no idea you could like compress audio so it doesn't randomly jump up in in volume and then there's like equalizer and like oh my god, there's all this stuff that like you can yeah. use. You don't have to be can and it's like oh. Well, and all the plugins that help with oh. you know, background noise and mouth sounds and humming and all of that stuff just it's a godsend. Like, oh god, I I, I need I to I need I to get some more some more of like the the ones you can buy that I've always heard good things about. But I keep forgetting every time. I bought one when it was on sale. I don't remember which one it was. I know everyone was talking about Isotope, I think it's called. Oh, that's the one. That's the one, yeah. Was it RX-8 or something? Yeah, I know there's there's one that goes on sale pretty frequently, which I need to grab it. But then there's, like, the really expensive one, which apparently can, like, get rid of, like, clicks while you're talking, which just sounds insane to me. Oh. uh, I mean, I I bought the the other one when it was on sale for... Mm -hmm. $25 $25 or something. I don't remember what it was exactly. But, I mean, it works really well after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but having something get rid of your clicks while you're talking? Yeah! I know. It's, it sounds insane. Because, like, that's, oh, that's, that's a killer for me all the time. I don't know if it's just, like, the way my mouth is shaped or something, but there are certain, like, phonetic sounds that will always make a gross click when I say them. And it uh-huh. kills me every time I have to retake them, like, five times to get rid of the goddamn click yeah. yeah i mean there's there's also um trying to think going into the waveform and going in and oh god like, healing all of the little <laughs> jumps and sounds and stuff that takes forever oh my god to I, do. Know. I mean like compressor does help a lot with that like if you have something that's just like too loud it'll it'll fix a lot of that but then like oh i know there's like you know, if you have, like, that one plosive that it's not so hard that it ruins everything, but you just, like, eh, just let me turn the volume down on it so you won't notice it as much. <laughs> yeah, and you're not even sure, because I, I can guarantee that some people might not hear it. Oh, God, but if you no. keep listening to it back over yes. and over and over again, and then you just don't know how to how to handle it. It's, it's the worst. There. I know, because, like, I've been told that by like by, like, people who are, like, casting directors and stuff. They're like, listen, I'm not... I don't I don't listen for all the tiny little things like as long as it's not super noticeable to to anyone normal I'm not going to pick up on it but then like but, but I'm going to pick up on it though <laughs> I'm going to hear it and I'm going to know and it's going to make me feel bad about it It's not perfect <laughs> No it has to be it has to be production quality right now <laughs> right now for the audition that you're only going to listen to once and then throw away it has to be perfect <laughs> Yeah, the audition has to be perfect. Oh God, I get I get that mindset like way too often. Yeah, just making sure that your audition sounds the way that you want it to sound in like final oh, whatever. God. Oh man, that's it's a struggle. 
It is. <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a constant, constant struggle. <laughs> But I mean, to be fair, I'm also glad that I'm not the only one who, yes, who I know. has those kinds of things. Oh my god, I, I love talking to other voice actors about this stuff because then it's like, okay, am I am I crazy for doing this thing? No. Okay, thank God. No, because we're also crazy. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're all crazy about the same thing. That's true. It might be perfection. It might be the fact that I don't know S's or L's or K's make us sound like we're attacking the microphone oh my god i am so guilty of like (laughs) assaulting my constants i like bash them over the head with my mouth it's great it's really great (laughs) especially if you're trying to say something soft oh god yeah and just openly weeping at getting back just oh no no please listen to it have mercy (laughs) or when someone gives you a script that has like just a bunch of s sounds like like back to back it's like do you want this to sound like garbage is that what you're asking me to do like do you realize do you realize what you're sending me do you know the minefield you are placing in front of me do you know what you have wrought (laughs) uh i mean i don't think people know but i mean the amount of times that i think voice actors online are now talking about <laughs> oh the struggle of this the struggle of that yeah uh, people who are hosting you know casting calls and stuff like oh wait a minute oh god i've seen people but, <laughs> but i do that <laughs> commiserating about it yep oh uh, god man, that's funny though <laughs> oh, yeah, i know it's, it's, really uh, it's, it's it's amazing uh okay okay let's see let's see if i got any other cool questions um Ooh, what's what's a major voiceover goal for you? Like, or what's like a a project or a kind of role that you want to get? Uh, ooh, I mean, as of right now, I don't think I have one because no? my my main goal last year was to play some kind of antagonist. Mm. Because most of the time, I I automatically associate the ranges that I can hit. As like the, uh, I always kind of associate it with the Greg Ayers best friend character. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's always what I kind of put it as. But I wanted to play a character that was, you know, villainous, but mm-hmm. not, you know, like a weird nerdy villain, you know? Just right. something that actually had some kind of intimidation vibe don't make me the soft boy villain (laughs) no i didn't want to be a soft boy villain and i ended up meeting an amazing group of people that are working on this really fun midwestern gothic horror (gasps) podcast uh, called jar of rebuke and it's kind of scp inspired cryptids all that fun stuff hell yeah and um i was talking with the director and the writer for it and we're really great friends now but they asked if I wanted to be in their podcast. And I was like, yeah, sure. What what kind of characters do you need? And we ended up coming up with uh, like a river monster Ooh. type of character. And we didn't have a voice in mind, but there was like a song reference, like a Dan Bull song. I think it was a, a fan song for Little Nightmares. Oh. And... I kind of listened to that a few times because that's what they sent. And they said, listen to this. This is the inspiration for the character. And I listened to it and I ended up coming up with this, this suave and kind of 
flirtatious but not voice for this character kind of like a a like the word that comes to mind is like alluring but more uh, like come into the water and let me grab your ankles right <laughs> right like but a bit of a siren I, kind of yeah and i sent it over and i said i didn't know what you wanted so i tried this if you need me to change it and they said i didn't know i needed this until right now <laughs> the best response and that's what ended up being put into it and a lot of people i see in comments for it kind of <laughs> kind of listen to it and just go you know i don't know if i want to date the river monster or let the river <laughs> monster kill me i'm not yes. sure yet yes maybe both <laughs> But it was really fun, and I got to do that, and it's one of my my favorite characters to look back on now because I'm like, ah, oh, that was I did that. That's <laughs> awesome! Oh man, it was really fun. It was very fun. Oh, God. Get, getting to step outside the the character box that you kind of get stuck in is just oh, it's such a fun thing. Oh my god. Yeah, and since then it's just been like, I, I guess the oh, I think the other. Yeah, because the other one was Ada, and Ada is also an antagonist. Oh, so you're just you're just racking up the antagonists. I know. It's like I said it one time. And... <laughs> that's that's the danger. Be careful, you say it now. I, that's gonna I be know. your box. <laughs> I know, but I did get to do some like fun nerdy characters too because I I like doing those voices anyway. Oh yeah, but it's that's not the only one that I want to do. No, exactly. I know. Like my. I have learned this year especially that my uh, archetype that I get in all the time is like emo boys, really sad, <laughs> sad boys. You and me both. <laughs> Which I mean, that's fun. I love all of my sad boys very dearly. But like you said, I would like to to be some level of intimidating at some yeah. point. <laughs> intimidating or like upbeat and little goofy. Oh, I know. Like oh, animated. I've got to do like one just like super happy dude one. So like this is such a nice change of pace. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm not talking really slow and feeling tired while I'm recording. I'm feeling happy. <laughs> yeah. I I want to feel happy when recording. Don't always want to feel bogged down part no. of the time, but you know. I know, because, like, uh, and that's that's something I've noticed with, like, character work is, like, I love it, absolutely, but, man, it really does kind of hit you emotionally, whatever, whatever like, emotional space your character is, and it kind of just, like, attaches to you, and it's a bit draining sometimes. Yeah, especially if you have to kind of prepare yourself to sit down and record it. You have to be yeah. in that mindset before you even say anything. Yeah, exactly, I know, and it's like you, you, you get yourself in the headspace, and you come out, and it's just like, oh... I'm tired. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like I actually did like something physical. That was a lot. Yeah, but I mean, you know, wouldn't change it. It's great. no, no, absolutely. So I I would never, never not want to do this. <laughs> exactly. It's a good time. Wish it I could is. do it more. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm like ugh. all the time. Auditions are fun, but I would like to be in more things. Yeah. I mean, I, I do agree that the the art of voice acting is the art of auditioning. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, there's there's really no other way. You have to know. But oh, you know, yeah. all that work's going to pay off. Oh, absolutely. I mean, God, I've been I've been voice acting on and off since like 2016. So I guess that's like 
I can't do math. What's that? Four, 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 four years? Yeah. Uh, no, five, five years. Depe- depending on when, I guess, I don't know. It's Depe- like, like five. If we want to be, if we want to be nitpicky about it, <laughs> <laughs> like when you started in the year, but yeah. So right. and like but yeah, I, just... I and like within that time, it's only been the last year that I've actually started to like semi consistently get work. <laughs> hmm. Definitely. Right, and and it's and it's like for a while I kind of like beat myself up about it cuz like I took a big break in 2018 cuz I just I, for a bunch of reasons felt like shitty about everything and then I came back and I like I worked through like all of 2020 and then into 2021 and I was like, "Man, oh god. I'm like like not a whole lot's happening. Oh, I'm so behind everyone. I haven't really been working as much as everyone." But I'm, I like I looked at it and I'm like, "Well, okay, but I actually have been, like, since 2016. Yeah, I took breaks in between, but that's still a lot of time that I've been practicing and working at stuff. It's like, yeah. And it might not necessarily have been, you know, things that have been published yet Mm -hmm. or things that, I mean, it could be you spent a lot of time, you know, doing fun projects to, to figure out, your range and maybe find new voices that you didn't have before mm-hmm. um, building websites, building network connections, yeah. stuff like that. And that counts yeah. for a majority of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> getting work and finding people to kind of help you build yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, comparing that to, Oh, you know, these people are announcing, you know, new projects and new roles and stuff like that. And immediately going, if I don't have, enough roles to show for it i'm not putting in the work but that's right. not the case no I'm putting in the work in other areas and it's tough to convince yourself that all of that matters <laughs> and it really does but it's so hard to tell yourself and to believe it yeah exactly like it's 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 easy to know it it's hard to believe it because mm-hmm. it's and just even in retrospect looking back and going yeah that's i i wish i had known yeah. back then how important those decisions that I made were yeah oh god absolutely I know like all, all of 2020 I I didn't book a single thing and that that felt really shitty at the time but then like I'm, I'm looking back and I'm like well why do I think I'm getting so much work now in 2021 it's because I spent a whole year doing work on things was it stuff that was easily visible no but it was still counting it was still yeah. serving a purpose and the only person that's going to see that progress is you mm-hmm so, I mean, one of the things that, that um, I've noticed recently that kind of helps with that is to make a list of the things that you're doing that could, in theory, help in some area of, you know, building yourself, building your networks, mm-hmm. building your skill sets, and just seeing how long the list gets every time you add something. Yep. It could be writing for things, producing for things, editing other people's stuff. It could be you've made a need. You met somebody who gave you, you know, a website to check out that has resources that you could use. Yep. And every time you get one of those things, it's you're so much further than you were the day before. Exactly. I know. It's like it really does. Like It feels like, oh, if you're not auditioning slash booking stuff, you're not working. But it's like, no. No, exactly. Make a list. Look at all the other things you are actually doing that are adding up slowly over time. And I think if anything, people who want to get into voice acting or want to try, you know, fan projects and casting fan projects and, you know, 
making short films and anything that requires voice acting or networking or things like that, you're constantly going to be adding to your abilities and your skills. Mm -hmm. Always, constantly. And it's so important that you remember that because that's one of the things that kind of get you stuck in that loop of, I don't have anything to show for stuff. I don't have to. You do. Mm -hmm. You do. Yeah. Believe that you do. It's it might not look the same as other people's list of things to show. Yeah. You know, it's building you in the way that you need to be built. Exactly. And like, God, that that's another thing I've learned this year is that like everybody does it in their own time. And that's not a bad thing. Like there, there are folks who don't like, who don't get to do it professionally until they're like in their thirties. And then, once they hit that point, it's like psh, off like a shot. Like they're 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 set. They're yeah. great. But then like yeah, other people are just like they they got that role, that one role when they were like in their twenties, and then psh, that's what got them off like a shot. None none of those are the wrong way to go about it. It's just how you end up doing it. And it's the same thing with people asking, you know, watching videos of panels and people saying how like how did you get into something? Mm. Everyone's story is going to be different everyone's story is going to be different. And I know mm -hmm. it's, you know, you've probably heard it a million times. <laughs> people just saying, Oh, every, everyone has a different path in life and they get to their destination in different ways. That's the God's honest truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to look the same. And there's no, you know, book that's going to tell you the right way to do it. There's no website that's going to tell you, you know, do X, Y, and Z, and it's going to guarantee you yeah. what you want. If, if um, anyone ever tells you that something will guarantee you something, they're lying to you they're and they're selling you, you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want you to buy something. It always has to do with capitalism at the end of the day. Oh, but, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, the best you can do is look at what you have, look at what you can gain, Mm-hmm. And then get excited about it. Oh God, yeah. That's 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 the key is being invested in what you're doing and caring about it. Yeah, and you know having that excitement for the craft and for learning and for growing. That's what other people are going to see the most. Yes, yes. Honestly, your excitement. Oh God, that and that's that's something kind of something I, I more recently sort of had to remind myself was because when I was younger I had a lot of confidence I would just go and talk to people without a care about how it made me look and then you know I got shame I got weird like feelings about like oh well what if someone takes me the wrong way and like oh god my like earnestness looks so so like green like no one's ever gonna take me seriously this this like I, I'm like making myself look like a joke and then I, I like I was like Okay, well, me saying that to myself is like shooting my confidence in the foot before it even has a chance, and people are going to yeah. see that. They're going to see that I'm not confident in myself, that I don't believe myself, that I don't think, that I don't take myself seriously. And I was like, that's, yeah, I, I have to, I have to feel confident in myself. I have to believe that I, I, you know, I care about this, and I know I do. And people will see that if, if that's what I'm projecting. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh God, I, because uh, like, and 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 I had to think about it, right? Because when when I was younger and I had all that confidence, did it ever really do anything bad for me? No, like it, it put me in embarrassing situations sometimes where I came off a little bit strong. Yes, that's a good thing to be aware of, but it never hurt me to be confident. <laughs> no, 
and I mean, looking at things now, it's always better to, you know, shoot your shot, see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you know, listen to if someone says, hey, I don't want anyone to contact me about this. Always good. But otherwise... Just go for it. It it more often than not will not hurt you to just shoot your shot. Yeah, and if anything, you can always say that you have the experience of trying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah, if if you don't try, then there's no way it will take you anywhere. If you do try, then there's a chance it'll take you somewhere. Yep. And that was the thing that I went into 2020 with, was you know like the, the whole saying is, um, I don't remember what. No, my brain's broken. But anyway, <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel but that. But anyway, but to kind of summarize what it was was jump into things first, do it first, and then feel anxious about it later. Yes. Yeah. So you know, worry about it. Think of all the things that could go wrong after you've already done it. Because if you think about it beforehand, you won't do it at all. Yep. And then you'll feel guilty afterwards, looking back and going, "Oh, you know, I should have done that. I should have." I should have tried. I should have seen what might have happened because it could have worked in my favor. It Mm -hmm. could have, you know, brought me something or it could have given me like chances to do other things. Yeah, exactly. Good God. Anxiety is such a mood killer. (gasps) Oh, really? (laughs) Truly it is. (laughs) Cuts, Cuts you down. Yeah. You know, anxiety, not a fan personally. No, yeah, I, I don't want to subscribe to that, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's like it's like a mandatory subscription. <laughs> How do I cancel? God, I, How do I unsubscribe? I can't stop getting the email notifications. <laughs> yeah, and they are constant. Mm. Yep. Oh. Yep. Not about that. No. No. Really not. <laughs> no. But yeah. we can work through it. We're doing it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> bit by bit. Figure it out, mm-hmm. take it apart, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Here's a here's a non voiceover related question for you. What's your favorite creative outlet outside of voiceover, or what's one you want to try getting into? Oh gosh. Um. I do enjoy creative writing. Ooh. But I mean, I guess that's also something that I do for work anyway. But it's not voiceover; uh, it counts. <laughs> it's not voiceover, <laughs> but I do enjoy uh, creative writing. Um, I'm a huge Dungeons and Dragons. <gasps> yeah, huge into character creation and Dungeons and Dragons. And um, for was it Nanorimo in 2019? I wrote fifty thousand words. Ooh kind of giving one-off stories of D&D characters that I haven't gotten the chance to play through an entire campaign, like a campaign. And I got to sit down and I wrote little one-off stories for a bunch of different ones and showed it off to people. I don't think anybody read it, but I was proud of it. (laughs) And (laughs) I know I posted it on Facebook and I was like look at this thing that I'm proud of and I did and I posted on Twitter look at this thing I'm proud of and I showed my family I was like look at this thing that I'm proud of and they're like that's great Jason that's great I don't think they read it but I was proud of it regardless and just sitting and building the characters and the like the dialogue between them and visualizing it and sharing it with people who may or may not have read it I don't don't know (laughs) 
But that's something that's really fun and kind of gets you in the mindset of, you know, telling stories. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, yeah, even if even if anyone didn't read it, if you feel satisfied about it, that's <laughs> awesome. That's what really freaking counts for that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And I mean, just the amount of content there was that was like the main thing was oh my god like 50k yeah oh my god i have like i have i have a document of like world building i have for this one thing that i care deeply about but no one will probably ever see because i'll never finish it but that thing only has i think like 40k and i've been working on that for like a couple of years (laughs) yeah i think nana remo is just the month of november that's right yeah yeah oh my god 50k in a month (laughs) man how to get like a thousand words down per day Whew. on top of the thousand, you know, 1.2 K that I had to get done for work. Oh my God. That was just, you were doing that on the side. Oh my God. Oh yeah. 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 I was doing that in addition to, <gasps> Oh my God. How? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'm still okay. Yeah. After all of that. Honestly, <laughs> no idea, but it was it was really fun and i mean i'm i'm a nerd i don't regret saying it i have written and will always continue to write fan fiction for things that i appreciate oh love. hell yeah hell yeah that's also a way to kind of flex your creative chops and you know what it makes me kind of sad that there is like there's such a weird stigma about fan fiction specifically like if you if you make a fan like animation if you make a fan voice everyone's like hell yeah that's so great oh that's awesome if you write a fan fiction everyone's like don't post that professionally don't let anyone see you did that and it's like why well why not it's I don't I don't see why there's a if you like something and you can get into character and you can it's how is it different extension of acting through written word you're creating something new exactly it's just writing in general but then you're also understanding character you're understanding dialogue you're understanding you know storytelling how to create a cohesive you know chain of events mm-hmm. I don't I don't see why there's a, an issue. I know. I, I genuinely don't understand why there's such a weird... Like, and it's always about written word. Because, like I said, if you draw art, everyone's like, yeah, that's fantastic. If you do a voice, everyone's like, yeah, that's fantastic. If you write it down, everyone gets weird about it. And it's like, why? Why is that different just because it's written word? I mean, it's probably because of the, the stuff that gets publicized yeah yeah you know what it's because the dirty fan fiction is what everybody knows as fan fiction (laughs) yeah and it's like compared to like i'm i'm really big into one piece i'm writing a fan arc like an entire arc that's just chapters of things i don't think there's anything nasty in there (laughs) well and like and like yeah a majority of the fan fiction you'll come across on like fan fiction sites if you're not looking for nasty stuff is just normal stuff (laughs) yeah it's just people writing stuff that they like yeah no i don't know i don't know people get weird about fan fiction for some reason i mean we know why but oh yeah we know why but but... come on folks (laughs) if you if you can separate dirty fan art from normal fan art you can separate dirty fan fiction from normal fan fiction and I, the only reason why I guess you're finding those dirty fanfics is because either you're actively looking for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, to, like, to look for things in a specific like fan base or something, you have to 
put in the tags mm-hmm. to find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you're stumbling on that, either somebody tagged it incorrectly or you're actively looking for it so that you could talk bad about it. Mm-hmm. Which, why are you putting in the extra effort? Oh, God, that, <laughs> that, that, that honestly makes me, like, just so, like, sad is when you see someone who's, like, made basically made it an aspect of their personality to hate something. It's like, why? Why are you putting that much effort into being negative about something? You're probably just making yourself sad. (laughs) But somebody's whole personality is just being hateful. Mm hmm. Why do you make why? Why? You you could you could be talking about how much you love something and that would make you feel nice inside your soul. Instead you're talking about something you hate and undoubtedly getting yourself upset about it and just making it a bad time for everyone. You could be creating the content that you want to see in the yeah. world. If you if you don't like dirty fan fiction and you don't <laughs> like them existing on the internet, then write something that isn't. Yeah, write some clean wholesome fanfic. Go fill the world with it. Yeah, just do it. You're not going to hurt anybody. If anything, you might have people who are really interested in your writing style. Yeah. <laughs> Manifest <laughs> what you actually want to see instead of shitting all over what's already there. Uh, I mean, obviously, w- with exception for if shit is really problematic, yeah, probably oh, talk well, about that. But yeah, if something's just existing that you're like, I don't like this thing. It's like, well, then go make something you do like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course you know, talk about the things that are problematic. But if it's not hurting anybody yeah. and it's something that somebody's doing that they're really happy about, and they're like, I like doing this. This mm-hmm. is a fun thing. And I have people surrounding me in a community that also enjoy this thing. Why, why do people <laughs> yeah. have to look at it and immediately go, I don't like this one thing. Everyone shouldn't like this one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. No, no. I don't understand people um let's see ever understand people no no (laughs) (laughs) oh my god can all of the cars stop going by right now and can the neighbor upstairs stop turning on the water please they all know (laughs) it's like it's the it's the voice actor thing every time you want to do something somebody has to make noise oh absolutely oh my god there was there was a day there was a a a day or was it, it was a couple days uh, a little while ago where I was like, okay, I have uh, some stuff that I've pushed off a little bit, but uh, I need to record them all now, so I'll do that. And then immediately they started doing construction on my building, so my walls were shaking. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, why? Just exactly why? when you sat down to start? Basically, thankful- thankfully, I had recorded uh, everything for one thing I was supposed to do, so I was like, well, I'll just edit all of this down and pray that you all stop at some point. <laughs> uh, I've gotten to the point where I enjoy looking at um, the DIY recording booths that people are making. Oh, yeah. That's one of the things that I've enjoyed during, like, COVID quarantine and all of that, looking at the different ways that people have worked from home mm-hmm. and then trying to find ways <laughs> to manifest that in my own home. Yes. And I think for the most part, I've I've kind of gotten it. I found somebody who was selling cubicle walls from the oh. office building. And I've put them together in a little office formation and I hung like a uh, like a weighted blanket on the walls and attacked other blankets and then put everything in the one corner (laughs) hell yeah so I mean it's it's by no means professional so my old email still doesn't apply yet yeah but (laughs) you're not quite living up to that yet (laughs) no not yet but 
I mean, having that feeling of being in an environment that it's like, yeah, I could work out of here. I could do that. Well, and like, kind of and nice. honestly, like, honestly, I, I have seen some professional voice actors booths and they are just little ramshackle whatever they've been able to put together with blankets in their house and they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, if you can do it and it works, go for it. Exactly. I've got, I've got my my PVC booth that I uh, mismeasured the lengths of the blankets for. So one corner of it nice. is old moving blankets, and it's just nice. o- ominously blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a splash of color. It's a splash yeah, of color. it's it's an accent wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's your decorative accent wall. Exactly, and then it's. I also for some reason was like oh no i don't actually need to put pvc across the the roof it, it'll it'll stay up no it didn't so now i've laid pvc across the, the top and it's <laughs> it's holding it hey i mean if it works it works exactly exactly that's good though god willing there's no cars going by it sounds great <laughs> <laughs> gotta time it Exactly. Oh my God. Some some days it feels like I just have to like be like, okay, okay, okay. Green light. Okay, they're all gone. Quickly record something. <laughs> Quickly, I gotta say it fast <laughs> before somebody else pulls up to the stoplight. Are you next to us? Oh, are you next to a stoplight? I am. I'm right on the corner of a stoplight. It's great. It's just fantastic. Oh, no. I'm ground level on the corner at a stoplight for I mean thankfully it's not a super busy road but it's still a well used one. <laughs> oh no. That's yeah. that's just a lot. <laughs> it what it, honestly what it comes down to is it means I have to usually record at night because it gets super dead here at night thankfully. <laughs> so that's like the one oh. time where I'm safe. Is but. that 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 seems to be a thing. Yeah. That people like to record stuff in the dead of night. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because nobody else is awake upstairs, so they're not running the water all the time, and then yet nobody's <laughs> driving around, so... Yeah. I mean, I guess it also depends on what you're recording, because if you have to scream at <laughs> 3 a.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm very fortunate that this building has concrete walls, so you can't hear anyone unless they're in the hallway, which means that as long as nobody passes my hallway door while I'm <laughs> screaming, no one will be concerned. <laughs> yeah, as long as nobody has to put their ear against your door, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, there, someday, I swear, someone will be, like, passing through the hallway, and they'll just hear me, like, screaming bloody murder, and they'll just be like, is somebody <laughs> dying in there? <laughs> I, I th- the other day somebody had to I saw a picture somebody posted it was they had to put a, a sticky note or something on their door that said <laughs> if you hear these sorts of noises it's okay I'm recording something <laughs> I'm a voice actor please <laughs> man that's, that'd be a really good excuse if you're a serial killer just put on your door I'm a voice actor don't mind the no. screaming <laughs> we can't we can't give we can't give away <laughs> too many tips <laughs> oh god we're giving them too many ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, let's see. Do I have any other good questions? Ooh, here's a spicy one. What's your least favorite aspect of voiceover? Oh gosh. If you have one. If not, then what's your favorite? If we don't want to be super negative. <laughs> I, mean, I can do I can do both. I can do both of those. Sure, sure. Um I think one of my least favorite things um, is the idea that people come into internet voice acting and, you know, just the voice acting community and 
automatically come in with the mindset that everything is a competition. Oh, God, yeah. And that in order to kind of succeed at the competition, you know, you have to have, like, you know, a group of people to make sure that you and them are the best ones around. Or yeah. that when you go into an audition, you have to appear as, like, the best one around. And that's not true. No. I mean, of course there is an aspect of competition to ca get cast in roles. Mm -hmm. But, you know, networking, <laughs> what, that if if you come in with that mindset of competition, then there's no way for you to, you know, network with people authentically. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, going to make things difficult. And, you know, seeing people kind of approach things in a competitive way kind of put other people off. I don't know how to, how to work. It's, it makes people... Feel intimidated. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes it worse for everyone because then, like, yeah, there are people who are outside of the business who are like, "Whoa, that seems like a really hostile environment. I don't really want to go in there." Yeah, and there are so many really sweet, genuine, wholesome people that just want to see other people succeed. That mm -hmm. like, succeed. They want they want to do well too, obviously. But it's like they take time to help other people out, to spread names around, to compliment demos and projects and you know big announcements that people have well that's how it should be yeah and like honestly if if you look at it from like the if you're if you want to look at it from a mindset of okay how does how does each of these benefit me the most networking and being kind to people will benefit you more because in the long run being super competitive will only maybe get you like you know better skill and maybe you'll do better in an audition than someone in like super niche circumstances but networking with people will mean you'll make connections so people will say yes this is a good person you can trust to work with and put your name forward mm -hmm. so you're actually more likely to get work f for everyone all around if you're all being kind and recommending each other so it's like yeah yeah your, your competitiveness is actually shooting you in the foot as well as everybody <laughs> else so yeah don't do that <laughs> and I guess that doubles as one of my favorite things about voice acting is the fact that mm. networking with people and finding those genuine connections with people that you can, you know, bond over things that you like, work on fun projects in between, you know, roles and recording for bigger projects and, you know, sharing each other's names around and their demos and congratulating people on like victories, no matter how big or small. Yeah. And, getting people resources it's like that's that's the community environment that makes voice acting great because we're mm -hmm. going to be working together anyway yeah we're going to be cast in things with people that we know and people that whose names we've heard of because we've seen it passed around on our social media timelines yeah like it's it's you're, you have to think for the future you know mm -hmm. you have to think for and I mean, not always like not looking at it as, OK, if I know this person that I'm guaranteed to have <laughs> this set of resources. It's like, no, it's like you made this friend. You've worked with this person. You now know the kind of work ethic that they have. Mm -hmm. And now you have that connection so that if you work with them again in the future, you can there's that familiarity. Yeah that kind of makes it feel more like a community of people doing things that they enjoy. Yeah. 
and creating together as a group. And it feels good to have that kind of support system of people enjoying what they're doing, people helping each other, people, you know, welcoming new, you know, voice actors who want to get started that need a place to find resources and mm -hmm. find a welcoming environment. And those are the kinds of things that I think that makes, you know, voice acting to any degree, whether it's professional, whether it's indie, whether it's, you know, just for shits and giggles. Right. That's, that's what kind of makes it so much fun. Like, yeah, honestly, honestly, I think it's the same for me. That That's my favorite aspect is just knowing that making friends with people is a part of your job. Just making those connections with people and, and feeling that sense of like, yeah, when I accomplish something, there's a bunch of people who are excited for me. And then when somebody else accomplishes something, I feel really excited for them. It's just such a mm -hmm. positive and nice environment. Yeah. And that's genuinely like what I look for when kind of getting online to like, you know what, what's happening in indie voice acting for today? What's going on? Who's, who's, <laughs> who's doing something great? Who needs to, you know, get a, a hug or a, a like or a <laughs> yeah. congratulations here, a bunch of sparkles. Like, you know, that's, that's what I enjoy the most. Well, and cause like, I, I think back to like when I was still like very early on, didn't know many people, like it always meant so much to like, yeah, like just get a like, from someone to get someone saying, yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Or like, oh, that looks really interesting what you're doing there. Like that just feels so reassuring to know that like, hey, someone else is like, yeah, you're doing good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It feels it feels really great when somebody acknowledges the work that you're doing mm -hmm. and, you know, gives you a thumbs up or a, you did a great job. Mm -hmm. Like you sound great. You did awesome. That's that makes it. <laughs> you know worth it yeah to, want to keep going and like you know i want to feel good doing something that i enjoy doing and i also want other people to enjoy what i'm doing exactly oh i know it's the creative curse though <laughs> <laughs> yeah wanting to please yourself as much as please an audience but oh yeah it is a it's a balancing act for sure <laughs> mm -hmm. but, man i could i could go off about how great it is to be in a creative field. I know. You're sharing that with other people. Oh my gosh. And on, like it, it honestly makes me sad sometimes like when I when I do see people like really just rousing on the the voiceover community being like, "Oh, this place is so full of such shitty people." And it's like, "No, there's there's a lot of really good people here." Like, yeah, there are some shitty people and we talk about them and we try to make sure that they're not making things shitty for everyone, but like by and large, I know so many people who are just awesome who are voice actors who I've met. Like just god, there's just hundreds they're great yeah they're i don't again it's back to the i don't understand why people yeah always look to the negative yeah like of course there's going to be negative aspects of everything it's impossible to have something that's you know fault proof but mm -hmm. but you know you can you can seek out that negative or you can seek out that positive. You can find all those awesome people who are who are talking with each other and bringing each other up. Yeah, and if there are any negative feelings, like God, imposter syndrome. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Like, oh, my old yeah. friend. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I mean, when you have those feelings, acknowledge those feelings as something that you're experiencing. But then mm -hmm. you know, just go out and keep going. Just keep doing. Keep yeah. 
practicing, keep auditioning, keep, you know, building yourself up so that you can kick it right in the shins. And honestly, like, <laughs> knowing other people and, and hearing them express that, like, yeah, I've had those same, like, negative feelings. I've had those imposter syndrome feelings. It makes it feel a lot less big and scary or like oh i i must really be feeling this because clearly no one else would feel this way it's like no no everybody basically feels that way (laughs) you're not alone in that we just don't talk about it enough no i'm i'm really glad honestly that more people are talking about like their negative feelings not in it not in like a oh everything sucks that this is so negative but in like a yeah i experienced this thing so if you're feeling this don't feel like it's just you it's it's okay Yeah, and I also, it it kind of helps to see people talking about, especially with people who have a lot of, you know, friends in this community that are succeeding and are kind of starting to move up and do bigger and more, like, what's the the word? Like, widespread things that more people are going to see. It's, yes, it is complicated to have those feelings of being excited for somebody who's doing something that they've been working really hard to. And then also looking at me like, you know, why can't I do that? Why can't I be there? Mm-hmm. And feeling conflicted with the whole, you're excited, but you also feel really kind of, you know, further back along your path. And it, it kind of brings back around that everybody's path is going to be different. Thing. Yes. I know people are really tired of hearing that, but. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's why it's said. <laughs> it's true. And you can simultaneously be excited for people and you can also feel the desire to work harder and do better. Yeah. That's okay. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's it definitely sucks sometimes. Oh, like, for don't sure. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, that's not to say that your time isn't coming. No, exactly. Because oftentimes it can just be a luck of the draw. Because, like, you know, sometimes I'll go, like, three weeks and there's just not a single character that is within my vocal range that's come up. And that, oh, yeah, yes. you just, you, you can't do anything about that. Sometimes that's just yes. how the chips fall. Oh, that, yeah. that that does suck, though, when you're like, oh, hey, a new casting call. Oh, okay, no, you want a 40-year-old male voice. Okay, no, yeah. okay, fine, no. Or you see, like, oh, 20-year-old? Cool, awesome. And then it's like, oh, we want them to sound like, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> 20-year-old, low, gruff, textured. Uh, or, okay. Yeah, or like, it's like, we need someone that sounds exactly like, exactly like Crispin Freeman. It's like, <sighs> I don't, I can't, I'm sorry. I, I can't provide Okay, that. okay, honestly, that is a bit of a pet peeve of mine. I, I don't mind when someone gives like a, here, here's a vocal tonal reference, or like if you could go for this kind of cadence of this person speaking, but like when they're like, try your best to sound like blank, it's like... Really? You're just going to give us no creative leeway here? You just want this? Why didn't you just hire that person then? <laughs> yeah, why don't you just go ask them for stuff? Give, give me some creative leeway. Give, give me a vague description of what style of voice you want, and then let me show you what I got. Don't be like, I want this voice actor, but I can't afford them. I also, I mean, I do enjoy when people post, like, links to video clips from different yeah. things like have like they have this personality of this character so maybe with that kind of yeah you know, or, or like aim for this kind of inflection in your voice like yes. yeah but i oh man the minute i see somebody <laughs> posting another actor's name as a voice reference yeah be like match this voice it's like <laughs> i why I, I don't... You, you, you've just guaranteed that you're going to get a hundred of the exact same audition right there, which 
congrats, I guess, if that's what you wanted. But like, I don't know. From from, from my experience and from what I've heard from most casting directors, because I, I think I've seen that most when, when a client is hosting their own call. But like from most casting directors, oftentimes the more outlandish or unexpected take is what gets picked because it ends up just working better than you'd think. And it like oftentimes it could be somebody's interpretation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about casting calls that have just a, a brief description of the character's personality, the character's, you know, quirks and charms. Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, then, the tone, and that's about it. And then, like, a picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, lo- I love picture references. I love looking at I love looking at pictures of the characters. That's what, that's what really kind of does it, because you can put all of those pieces together in your head. I, I have... It, to be fair about it, I have heard some arguments for why it can be better at times to not see a picture reference, but I personally do prefer because it, it, it gives me a better base to be like, okay, I feel like this character would have this kind of voice. Yeah, and I'm a visual person too, so I, I can see them moving and acting in my head. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps to embody what you're looking at, maybe? Yeah, instead of just being like, I have to conjure this image in my head of what this is. And if there's not enough of a description there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I know. So, yeah, that's the other problem is sometimes you get too little direction where it's like, uh, 20-year-old male. Um, uh-huh. uh, you got anything else in there? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's 20-year-old male. That's a bit of a broad range there my friend <laughs> mm-hmm. there are plenty of 20 year old males in the world <laughs> yeah and all of them with different like? voices do you, you got got anything else in mind like what is a 20 year old male supposed to sound like God, is, so there, is there a, a dictionary definition of 20 year old male that i don't know about yet yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know my other favorite is oh god there was there was a time i was i had a, a commercial one that i got an audition for and it was uh ages 25 to 35 youthful energy and i'm like what do you well what are you are, are like okay well i'm 21 and i have a youthful sounding <laughs> voice are like what are you what <laughs> What are you what, asking for? You want a youthful, somewhat middle-aged voice? What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll I'll try, but I don't. I don't know what you're getting at here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure that. Or that. That's my other favorite one. When they're like, a conversational, casual, not not ad really, but also energetic. Make sure you sell this line, and it's. <laughs> you're, giving <laughs> you're giving me giving conflicting me so messages here. There's so much here. <laughs> I don't know. That's my favorite when they're like, not ad real like at all. Casual. And it's like, you don't actually want me to talk like I'm talking in casual conversation for this ad read because that would sound weird and monotone and you wouldn't actually like that. You want commercial yeah. casual. I know. Oh, I see what you're about. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that always brings me back to the... Uh... <laughs> Ye olden, say what you think would fit. Oh, God. <laughs> the accursed casting call club. Say what you think would say fit. Think would... I don't know. This is your project. <laughs> Why I'm don't you sure tell me exactly. what you think would fit? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think would fit? <laughs> I'm not sure. Could you maybe tell me what you think? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe give me a line to read. Oh, gosh. Perhaps. 
Good old casting call club. What a what a mess of a website. I can't I can't diss on it too much because that is where I auditioned for my first projects. That's where I got my first paid role. I will still have nostalgia and love for it, but my god, what a messy website. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, it is it I mean it's a lot better, I think, than what it was at yeah. the start where where there are at least some kinds of you know tags and yeah and i i know they're they're working on the website as well like they're fixing it but yeah (laughs) yeah that it's it's tough i like it to a fault yeah and And i mean like and like it is a really good resource for like younger folks who just like they want to do like a fan project and they want to get people together because it can be kind of overwhelming to try and put together like a Google Doc and manage an email for it. Whereas with Casting Call Club, it's like, yeah, yeah. here's the roles. Submit your stuff. OK. Yeah. And I mean, I still audition for things in Casting Call Club. Just yeah. To have stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, if you need a place to, you know, get a quick audition, practice a new voice, you know, type or yeah, for a character that you wouldn't normally audition for, that's definitely the place to go. Oh, for sure. And and, and there are there are still like professional projects posted on there exactly. from time to time. So it's like, yeah, not exactly. for nothing. Yeah, I mean, it does take a little bit of sifting <laughs> through things and yeah, trying to gauge which ones, you know, might lead in a more professional direction or might actually happen <laughs> yeah yeah that's the oh, <laughs> i think that's the other one. Oh god i think my, my favorite um very obviously not like thought out casting call i've ever seen on there though was it was way back when i think it was like in, in like 2016 or 17 there was this there was someone who had posted a casting call for a power rangers thing but what they were suggesting is that i want to cast you to voice this character and then i am going to fly you down on location and we are going to film you for the actual live action portions of the thing what? Obviously, that disappeared and was never seen again. But I was like, "What yeah. ambition!" <laughs> wow, incredible! <laughs> I want that, to fly gusto. you down. <laughs> <laughs> the gusto! I'm about it. It's like, damn, damn, and it's like it's not even technically a scam because like he was he wasn't asking you to like pay for something he was just like yeah i'm gonna pay you for this voice stuff and then i'm gonna fly you down and we're gonna record it live it's like okay buddy (laughs) wow incredible of course yeah it it eventually disappeared and was never seen from again but like yeah (laughs) imagine if that had worked out (laughs) oh my god yeah if something like that actually was real (laughs) oh my god people could tell about that that would be amazing I don't think it's ever going to beat though the um do you remember when YouTube used to have the 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 aspect of the website where you could comment on videos with videos of your own? Oh yes. Oh my god. Those? And how I mean there used to be casting calls on YouTube. Was there really? Where Yeah. There used to be YouTube casting calls where it would be a video that just shows still images of the characters. What? Oh my god. Here's a character that I'm trying to cast. Here's the picture and their name. And if you want to audition for them, comment on this video with your audition video. 
What? Oh my god! I I I never saw those kinds of things. That is so awesome! Oh my god! It was it was very <laughs> rough. <laughs> it sounds like pure chaos. <laughs> yeah, and those were oftentimes the the what was it the projects that never got finished. It was just right. <laughs> audition for this and see who sounds the most like the character we're trying to audition for. You know? <laughs> right, right. It was more. Like a do you fit? Congratulations, you fit. Good job. You're now the head cannon voice. Goodbye. You now sound like this. Cool. <laughs> You'll never hear from me again. No, yeah, never. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Er- early on, there were so many projects that I got cast for, got put into like a Skype group for, and then no one ever said anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing oh, ever yeah. happened. I'm right there with you. <laughs> just Skype call groups. Oh, God, yeah. And they were just like, hey, everybody, uh, we'll start maybe on the project next week. Never hear from them again. And it's just this useless Skype group just sitting in my useless mm-hmm. Skype now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially with the ones where, oh, we're just waiting for these actors to come in. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. these characters. And you're waiting for an indefinite amount of time. <laughs> oh, God, it's amazing. So, so amazing. Yield in internet voice acting was <laughs> something. Oh, pure magic is what it was. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is kind of funny, though, to think that, like, back back when I was, like, a, a kid, it was like, yeah, internet voice acting was just, yeah, projects like that. People doing weird stuff. Most of the time it fell through. Sometimes it was fun and it didn't. But, like, nowadays it's like, yeah, online voice acting. That's like you can do that professionally for a job and never have to set foot in a studio. Yeah. Um, It also amazes me how way back when, you know, internet voice acting was just kind of in its infancy, I guess. Yeah. How we were able to find projects at all. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) And it amazes me how people got started in those things back then. Yeah. Because we didn't have... You know, voice acting alliance stuff. We didn't have Discord groups. No. Nope. We didn't have, you know, casting call club. We nobody thought to use, you know, Google Documents to host yeah. casting calls. And it's wild because there were no, you know, PC games. There were no dating sims. There were no. Oh God! Yeah, I guess visual not. novels. HDO. That wasn't a thing. How, oh did, how did anybody do anything apart from fan topping <laughs> in the bridge series? I mean, they basically <laughs> didn't. They were just like, God, yeah, it would be like either people who knew each other like in real life who would get together mm-hmm. or, yeah, through the rare, rare spaces where people actually managed to find each other. Yeah, it's incredible to see all of the resources and how many different ways you can find opportunities and auditions now oh god i know right like you can you can look on the public websites you can follow like one of the casting call retweets pages on twitter you can go on one of the admittedly horrible and i hate them paid websites (laughs) god paid websites i hmm (laughs) got some words for those Uh paid websites Do do you use any paid websites at all i don't I don't blame you. It's I don't. not fucking worth it. <laughs> no. I mean with the amount of things you can find just scrolling through your Twitter timeline, yeah. I wouldn't. There's no reason. I mean unless you want 
to put in the money, I guess. If that's something that you're interested in, then yeah. I guess go for it. But, you know, there's there's stuff all over the place. Well, and, it, and it's so hit and miss. Like, I know people who have, like, bought themselves a year subscription to uh, Voices.com or whatever. And then, like, within a week, they've gotten enough jobs to make it back. And that's great. I've had it since, like, November of last year. I've not gotten a single thing. <laughs> And most of the time, the people don't even listen to my auditions. So it's like, great. Why did you leave a deadline up that long if you were going to cast before it or whatever? Okay. That's an... I mean, I can understand that, you know, some casting directors and projects, you know, hear a voice, know it's the one immediately. Well, and, like, the thing is, on the paid sites especially, I've found there is no casting directors. Because, like, nine times out of ten, it's just the client posts something. So they don't oh. care about etiquette. They'll just, whenever they find someone that's good enough, they're like, okay. And then that's it. So that that's why the advice I have heard for paid sites is audition as fast as you possibly can. Because, that's stressful, though. Right? And I and my ADHD is like, ha, 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 no, because I, I hate that. No, I will audition when my brain is okay to do it. I'll get it in before the deadline, but that's it. <laughs> like, no. I can't do that immediately after it's been posted, actually. That's, that, yeah, that really is just stress. Oh my god, it's it's such a stressful environment. That's like, that's reason number a billion why paid sites suck. And it's like, I I, I don't under, like, well, I, I get why, but also I hate why companies choose to work with these people because it's like, there are professionals, industry professionals who could do this for you that you could pay for, but instead you're paying for this freaking crappy website to host these dang things and get nothing because <laughs> it doesn't even matter no Ugh, it's all garbage yeah but thank thank god there are you know people that <laughs> post things on social media that have an air of professionalism to them oh god yeah Th- thankfully there there are still plenty of people who don't use those paid websites and it's like yeah good thank you this do anything like else <laughs> like to see this yes oh god but i mean and i know why of course because if you search up voice acting on google.com the first thing that will pop up is voices.com so yeah when when you're a ceo of a company or hr whatever person of a company pr person of a company and you don't really care about where you're getting it from you'll just look it up and oh great there's a website that finds people here take my money go and throw voices at me (laughs) yeah and i I guess it's with clients like that they have the money to just yeah buy their problems away (laughs) but it's like if you have the money then why don't you invest in some actual like agent industry professional (laughs) i don't know yeah i I don't have all the answers no i I mean we're coming at it from the perspective of people that (laughs) go through yeah the hurdles to (laughs) you know (laughs) get work but yeah <laughs> no I, I i get it for them it's inconvenient i understand but for me <laughs> it's inconvenient <laughs> i mean they don't understand but we understand we know yes yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> we get, exactly. We get <laughs> oh gosh yeah oh uh, yes oh let's see have i Written down enough questions. I see. I do. I I ask you them all out of order in my list here, so I've completely lost if I have one that I haven't asked you yet. <laughs> see, we were talking about uh, tangents earlier. That's what happens. It's true. It's true. 
Uh, ooh, here, here's another completely non-voice acting related one. What's a place okay. you want to visit if you do like traveling once it's safe to travel again? Oh, I mean, the go-to is I do have friends that are kind of around the country that, that I would really like to see in yeah. person and spend time with. Um, if I could choose to go anywhere not related to seeing people, I would really like to go to Nepal. Ooh, why Nepal? Because I really want to see the flags. Oh! When they put them up. <gasps> yes, the weird flag. Yeah, I, I I, don't know. There are locations that have very religious cultures. I mean, I'm by no means an extremely religious person. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy the aesthetic of religious cultures. Yeah. And how that kind of bleeds into the way that they, you know, decorate things and how things yeah. are organized and architecture and all of those fun things. And yeah. I really do like the the secluded environment of Nepal. I think that's like a really beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mountaintops and yeah. villages on mountains and all that fun stuff. I'd like to see that. Yeah, that's so out there. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, random, but... that, that's honestly because that's that's an answer I'd I'd probably never hear from anyone else because everyone would be like, oh, I want to go to L.A. or something like that. So that's that's honestly really nice. That's like, oh wow, a different answer. <laughs> Man, I went to L.A. a few times for like vacations because I'm on the East Coast. I'm so far removed from, oh. <laughs> from everything oh. happening on the West Coast, and I've been there a few times, and it is very. Very stressful to just walk around. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. I oh, I I feel like I'll never be able to move to LA because, like, for me, being in Calgary was stressful. The one time I went, I can't imagine what LA must be like. Oh god. And I I mean I was in college in New York City for four years, so I I've lived oh, in god. a city that's heavily, you know, media based. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that environment. And I can handle that. I can handle the lifestyle there. But right. there's something about L.A. I think it's the people. I'm not saying yeah. there's anything wrong with the people because there's some amazing people that I know oh, that live in L.A. Yeah. Fantastic. I think it's the mindset of yeah. the, the big name media people in L.A. Yeah. That sometimes make it very... The word that's coming to mind is abrasive. Yeah, yeah. Every, every, I'm, I'm sure there's, like, most upper-class people, for lack of a better word, probably feel pretty high about themselves. So it's safe to say there's probably some people all around who are just, like, aloof. <laughs> and I think that's just the way that we've kind of personified L.A. yeah as this kind of hub of you know the media elite yeah high art <laughs> yeah oh gosh <laughs> that was a majority of my college experience was oh people no talking about high art oh and I god was a, i was a film student so that was <laughs> so dealing with all of the film people that were like oh i'm the next big thing sure oh, okay god. oh that that level of ego always just makes me go like, because mm. like when I see someone who's self-confident, like, yeah, I, I'm going to work at this thing and I'm going to do well. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. But when someone's like, 
I'm the next blah, blah, blah. I have such <laughs> skill that you can never understand. And it's like, oh, okay. I'm going to direct a think piece. But it'll be underappreciated because none of you will understand it. It's so controversial. Like, oh. I, I knew people at school that made like controversial short films. I can't speak English. <laughs> it's okay. I can't either. I, yeah. I, we're in the wrong department then. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> Feels like it sometimes. But, I mean, I've, I've known people who have made very controversial short films, and I don't I don't get it. Like, mm. I, I can understand if it was, you felt this artistic calling to tell this story. Like, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I did that too to a degree, but, you know. If you're doing something for shock value, why? Why? Oh God! Yeah, like the <laughs> what? The the ones where it's just like, it's it's like abstract, like gore or something, and it's like, so what was the point of that? Like, yeah, what, what did you... was the what was the story? And they're like, well, it's it's a deep meaning about the blah blah, and I'm like, okay, that's great and all, but anybody else who watches this is just gonna see that you are gonna think that you have like a fetish for gore, and that's basically it. <laughs> like I think it was a freshman year, right out of the gate. There was somebody that did like a collaborative short film. And all I can remember about it was there was somebody in a subway station and there was a long wall of LED screens just depicting different kinds of ads. But it was, I don't know. And she was the only one in the subway station and she had a water bottle full of water and a necklace that had a little fish charm on the end. And she like put it in the water bottle, and there was all of these really just strange shots of her being lit in different, like in different ways, and she's just shaking the water bottle and zooming in on the fish. And we finished it. We finished the film, and we just kind of sat there. Everyone in the class was very confused. We had no idea what any of this was. And the guy that she was working with to film this kind of goes. It's a conversation about capitalism. <laughs> no. And I went, excuse me? Wait, I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to back that up a little bit and explain to me what what aspect of this like a fish a fish in the water bottle like I could get because you had you bought a water bottle. I get that. You you bought okay. the water bottle and there were ads on the screens behind you. I understand that. But why did you focus on her for so long? And the fish. Are are we the fish in the bottle? Are we swimming in the the water that we've purchased? The waters of what? capitalism. The, what is this? And I didn't see another film for her ever again. Because oh, no. she dropped out of school to go live in the woods. Oh my Whew. So I mean Maybe good she for really... her for figuring out what she wanted to do with her life. But I <laughs> Oh my god, you know what she abstract she... artists. What <laughs> it's like, man, if you were trying to make a point with your film and I can't no one in the room can understand the point you were trying to make, maybe you didn't make the point very well. <laughs> Probably not. I mean it looked nice. I'll give them that. It was a nice looking film, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand abstract art. No, you know, I like, I, don't. I, I can understand when it's like, when it's just like, you know, 
if, if it's like, oh, I want to express this image in a fun way, it's like, okay, yeah. But if you're like, this has the deeper meaning of the shackles of man, I'm like, where does it show that man? Where? <laughs> I, I saw no shackles. <laughs> and it was, I don't know. Like, you, you shot it at a farm. There was a <laughs> you 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 drove you drove ten miles out of town. You shot this at the farm. We all know where that is. You, <laughs> you went to I don't know Central Park and filmed a bridge for thirty minutes. Wow! I bet no one's ever gone to Central Park and filmed something. <laughs> like, yeah, because people haven't filmed Central Park before. <laughs> no, never. That's completely new, untouched oh ground. <laughs> yeah, and I think there was also. The whole idea for film school where they said, especially for me, they said that you couldn't film anything like fantastical or like superheroes or they wanted you to film stuff that was real. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because shaking the water bottle and being in front of ads is real. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, that's real because in their mind, it's something that's easily understood Superheroes as, are easily understood. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're easily understood. But like, <laughs> compared to the whole idea of art film, right? And right. People like they really tried to get us to make films that were, you know, this person and this person go out to a bar and they meet somebody there. And the two people are interested in the same person. And the whole film is the two of them, like their friendship breaking down because they're interested in this one person. That's <laughs> real. That could actually happen. And and I'm sitting over here going, hi, can I make my thesis film about a fan fiction I wrote freshman year? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Please. I'm going to film that. And it's a sci-fi. So I'm going to yes. need After Effects to make uh, like a sci-fi gun. Like, can I do yes. that? Yes. Yes. Like, and I'm not kidding. That's actually what I did. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I, I wrote a fan fiction with my college roommate of all four years, and I couldn't think of any idea for thesis. And I had to make a film at least 10 minutes. Oh, God. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I just took my fan fiction. And I said, no one's going to know. <laughs> no one will ever know. The name. <laughs> if I change the name and I don't tell them what it's supposed to be, and then I just shoot it. I didn't even tell the actors what it was until the last day of filming. Wait, you actually did tell them on the last day? Oh, man. Oh, I did. It was it was a really small crew. Right. Because everybody I asked to help me didn't show up, so I shot it myself. Oh, nice. Damn. Film school was a trip. But. Jesus. <laughs> apart from that, the last day I did tell everybody, um, hey, so this is based on a Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty crossover fan fiction. Hell yeah. <laughs> and everyone loved it and said, hey, can we reshoot this one scene? Or can we be Rick and Morty? Oh my God. Did you? And I said, we did. <gasps> we did. And I have the clip somewhere. Oh my God. It's, it's my favorite thing in the world. It's the one guy that was supposed to be Rick Sanchez <laughs> saying all of his lines as Rick Sanchez because he could do the voice really well. Oh my god. And then the other guy who was supposed, his original character was he was supposed to be one of the uncles from Gravity Falls. Oh, okay. And he (laughs) tried to do the Morty voice and we did the entire scene (laughs) as them because they wanted to do that. They said once we finish, once we wrap, 
let's record that just for fun. Hell yeah. Just like as a as a final thing. Got that and it was probably the funniest thing. If I could have submitted that as my thesis film, I would have. Oh my god. Yes. I it was amazing. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean it was one of the highlights, I think, of film school was shoot, shooting whatever that was. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh my god. It was so funny. It was very good. You know, I, I can't knock film school anymore. I can't say that it's it's fully useless. That that sounds like one of the most important <laughs> things right there. I mean, to be fair, I have not gone into film yet, and I don't anticipate on going into <laughs> film yet. So, so far, it's not. <laughs> it hasn't lived up to what I went for, but... Were you so so? Were you going there in with the intention of like getting into film work? I was, yeah. Oh. I was, I was going in specifically for cinematography. I wanted to be in cameras and oh, okay. lighting. So that's what I went and I studied, and I apparently got a degree in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so I have that knowledge, kind of, but my thesis advisor, um. I made the mistake. Well, I mean, I don't... In retrospect, it wasn't a mistake. Mm. I picked him because he was a very... I don't want to say aggressive, but he was a very aggressive teacher. Okay. And his whole style of teaching was, here's all of the information you need up front. Go do it and do it right. Oh. He didn't didn't explain it. He didn't really answer any questions. Uh. Um... He was just kind of there to supervise, but if you had the initiative to go up to him and ask for guidance in any sort of department, he would be able to help Okay. because he was really passionate about, you know, cinematography, lighting, the film department, all of that stuff. So I wanted him to be a thesis advisor for the sole purpose of tough love kind of Mm -hmm. teaching. Um, but it also didn't help that one of the first meetings that we had, we sat down and he said, he basically told me, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> really? I sat down to talk with him and cause we were just going over, uh, questions that I had about things and reading through the script mm-hmm. and trying to nail the story a little bit better. And he just kind of goes, I, I'll be honest. I don't know why you're here. Um, <laughs> He's the entire time that I've known you, um, you haven't shown me that you want to be here. Oh wow. He just he just called you out. Wow. <laughs> he did. He said, I, I haven't I haven't seen the same kind of film knowledge and experience that the rest of the department has. So I I don't know why you want to go into film. Because Damn. at this rate, you're not getting into film. Wow. And I, I, uh, that was around the time that I started going to the school therapist. Oh, oh no. <laughs> because I was like, everything that I had known up until this point in my life was, I'm going to go to film school. I'm going to tell stories. I'm going to make movies. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you don't, you don't have it. Oh man. And all of that coupled with the people that were supposed to help me on my thesis film didn't come through. And I had to shoot it and edit it and produce it and cast it and 
all of that stuff and plan it and get the equipment and run the equipment myself really kind of put into perspective is this something you actually want to do no kidding is, yeah is this the kind of environment that you feel like you can thrive in and tell stories in and find you know success in mm. and at the end of thesis i sat down with him because he invited me to lunch and we went and we sat down and Aww just kind of talked about so how do you think thesis went what do you feel about your film all of this stuff and i sat down with him and i I looked at him and i said i can't even begin to tell you how difficult what you said to me was Mm -hmm. and how how much i wanted to just quit because you told me i couldn't and i understand that like you know continuing and doing you know, finishing the film, finishing school was something that I wanted to do anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having that motivation from him to prove him wrong was another thing. Right. But it was also a lot of sitting there and just going, you know, I really don't know anymore. I'm going to graduate and I don't have a path anymore. Right. So I, and, you know, the world isn't going to be forgiving for an adult coming out of school with a degree and no way to use it. Yeah. But coming out of film school, I came out into, you know, having had done Dream Daddy while I was in school Mm -hmm. and meeting people through that that have given me opportunities to write for dating simulators and visual novels which got me back into voice acting, which got me connected to people, which, you know, got me into streaming, which got me into right. you know, gaming communities for LGBTQ people and getting like that community and seeing how extensive, you know, trans and NB voice actors and podcasting yeah. and D and D streams and meeting people that, you know, work on tabletop stuff that can, you know, give you opportunities to, you know, play with you know these fantasy worlds for improv to build acting and storytelling live in a different sense and it's opened so many different kinds of doors that aren't necessarily film and lighting and camera work but there's the storytelling that I desperately wanted from film that film told me I couldn't have right because that's not what film's about oh man at least in New York And I mean, no, like, honestly, in general, I think you're right. I think that that's what I've heard from most people who've been in like fine art or film type schools is that you go in kind of expecting, yeah, I'll I'll be able to to do that thing. I'll be able to tell the story that I want to tell and and be creative in that way. And then it's like, no, no. Yeah, there was even a uh, it was a what is it like a career strategies class and it was geared towards the one professor would bring in people that she knew from different departments in film and television. Mm -hmm. And we could ask them questions. They could talk about their careers. We'd scroll through their IMDB page, which made them look really impressive (laughs) and and just kind of (laughs) talk to them about aspects of their job in case we wanted to go into those fields. And there was a casting director and, you know, I was just kind of picking their brain about, so, you know, how do you host casting opportunities for people in town like what do you look for um you know how do you choose 
actors for these characters? How do you tell the story with the actors that you're hiring? And they basically said, if they're not A-list or B-list, we won't look at them. <gasps> and that's why they said they're like, no open casting calls unless it's for extras. Because, because the audience doesn't want to see nobodies. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they said the audience wants to see big names that they've seen in like Marvel films or you know oh my god fancy television shows on Netflix like they want to see those actors in <sighs> film and television more because they'll pay top dollar to see award winning names right if, like if I've never heard of you before I'm sorry but your resume is going in the trash oh my god and like at that moment I said I don't want to be in a department that throws actors that may be worth the role into the garbage. I don't want to be in a position where, you know, I have to work with, you know, big name people that are just there for the money. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be in an environment where people, you know, don't give that newcomer a chance because there's their abilities and their talents rival you know award-winning names like that's i i think that's where indie projects and game development comes in mm -hmm. because the environment here is so much more geared towards everyone has yeah. that opportunity to, like, we're not gonna look at your i mean not necessarily but like we don't want to look at your headshots we don't want to look at yeah. where you've worked in the past what projects you're associated with we want to know what you can bring to us now yeah Honestly, see what you can do now and how you can make our project, you know, worth enjoying, not, you know, worth selling and worth bringing in buckets of money. It's mm -hmm. worth sharing with people and having it spread to other people to enjoy. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've definitely like the higher up you go on the chain, of course, it starts to creep in. Like when you when you get oh, projects that go semi professional, even then I've I've seen occasionally like some some folks will be like, Oh, yeah, that that person's a well known voice actor, just hire them. That's fine. I don't care. I d I don't want to listen to their thing. But then like, yeah, it for indie stuff and, and that's what I love about Anissa so much is like when it does get big and then like there's all these people who are so talented. Everyone's like, wow, why haven't I heard you and stuff before? And it's like, because of the industry. <laughs> because of the industry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I mean, that, yeah. with like indie stuff, you can you can just take an idea and run with it. Yeah. You can make a podcast for it. You can make an, an audio <laughs> novel for it. You can... You know, write it and act it in like a two second or like a not two second, but like two minute video <laughs> to put on Twitter. You can do f fan comics. You can do yeah. radio shows. You can do you can make your own visual novels because there are free applications that you can. Yeah. Do. And you can connect with artists to do sprites and backgrounds and composers for music because a lot of people like music and they just compose music because they like it. There's so many things that you can just jump right into yes. with this. And everybody loves it. And you know everyone loves what they're doing. The the success of indie stuff, I wish more like bigger industry people would pay attention to the fact that like, yeah, there are a lot of people who will just pay for a name, pay for a property they already know, sure. But there's also a ton of people 
who don't care about the name attached to it. They just want something fun. And that's why indie stuff will often succeed with no names attached to it. And like, I, I wish more people would see that because it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we also take more risks in terms of the stories that we get to tell. Yeah, oh my god, yes. We're not, we're not limited by, you know... Corporate. <laughs> yeah. And like AAA <laughs> games, like, treading carefully around, you know, certain stories and character types and all of this. It's like, indie stuff will just go for it. Oh yeah, and and that's, that's why people love it, because like, yeah, they'll just tell the stories that people want to hear, that everyone's like, well, is that safe enough to tell that story yet? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're already doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, no, take a look around. Everyone's already doing it, corporate. Yeah, thank you, capitalism. But, <laughs> yeah, you know... <laughs> thanks. But, like, we have that opportunity to tell the stories that, you know, corporations are too scared to tell. Mm -hmm. We have the, the motivation to tell stories of the people that are underrepresented. Mm -hmm. We have... You know, stories that provoke thought. I mean, not saying that, you know, bigger games for no. like consoles and stuff that, you know, show up at events and stuff aren't, you know, debatable and will cause people to, you know, have these conversations. But it's it can be something as simple as like a 30-minute visual novel. Mm -hmm. And that can still prompt people to you know look into the developers mm -hmm. look into the topics discussed look into the characters look into whatever and kind of build a community around it yeah exactly and that is not something you're gonna find with film no no <laughs> not. you're just gonna find really uncomfortable <laughs> short films <laughs> yeah that, that is kind of funny that like the indie film scene is not quite like that for the most part it's a lot more avant-garde <laughs> yeah yeah i i felt that <laughs> I, I felt it i felt that a lot are you telling I me you don't want to do weird abstract think pieces no of course not <laughs> why, would I do, why would i do that like i made a short film about everybody that was in my freshman year apartment and the quietest person in the apartment was playing sims and remade the entire apartment and every time they made somebody in-game do something, somebody in the apartment would actually do it. So that was the whole film. That's controlling awesome. Controlling the apartment through Sims. Oh. Nobody else did that. Everyone was like, oh, I'm going to make a, a a film about these two girls that take a spring break and the one friend like has a fling with the uncle, which is very but, uncomfortable. Uh, okay. Or... Or I'm going to make a film about a band that's trying to get really popular, but then they have a falling out, and then there's a fight scene in an alleyway. Like that. Like, oh, hell okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice. It looks great. Why, though? Why? But but is it is it fun? Did, is this enjoyable? No. It's okay. like, where's the, where's the comedy? Where's, where's the, the heart? Yes, where is the... I mean... There's storytelling, but where is the <laughs> the storytelling that really makes you feel good? Exactly. You know, where's the feel good entertainment that I want to see? Not just angst, not just sad stuff, oh, not God, just yeah. all of that. Like, give me, give me the Colonel Sanders dating simulator. Yeah. 
give me that kind of content. <laughs> Just give me some nonsense, life. please. Yeah, but that's that kind of puts together all of like indie game stuff, indie voice acting, all of mm-hmm. all of that stuff because it's I don't know coming out of college and jumping into that maybe not as quickly as I would have liked, but. Mm-hmm. Um, to the, the degree that I have in seeing what can happen from working with the people here, you know, this is what I expected going into film school was this yeah. kind of a community, this kind of a, you know, excitement for telling stories and creating original ideas and getting people involved and invested because it's so much more rewarding, even if it's not something that you know half the population is going to see mm-hmm. it still feels like there's an element of impact yeah and that's what hopefully people <laughs> should be aiming for honestly when, yeah when jumping into creative fields i'm to have that yeah like i'm i'm i definitely like count my blessings that that's that's sort of something that I found earlier on because like I I knew I knew I wanted to get into voice acting but like I didn't know how but like thankfully once I was like you know 16 17 I I somehow managed to find the the online indie stuff and then I was like yeah this is really nice this is this is what I want it's a good time it is this is it and it's full of good people man oh yeah some of the best people so many like honestly honestly like some of the best people i have ever met have been through twitter voice acting sphere mhm agreed i don't think i would be doing some of the things that i'm doing now or getting the opportunity to create the things that i am now or talk about things in the future mm-hmm. if it wasn't for you know doing some of the things in the indie community mhm oh god i Just... i I probably still wouldn't, I wouldn't even be still voice acting because, like, there was, there was a period, like, in, in 2018 where I was, like, there's, like, no point. I, I'm, I don't want to, I, I got, like, in my head about it so much, so I was just, like, I'm just going to quietly stop doing it unless someone, like, seeks me out for something. But, like, there was a handful of people, like, like, Belshaber specifically, Belshaber Rusev, he, he would just, like, check in on me constantly, like, just periodically be like, hey, How's things going for you? Have, have you auditioned for anything? Like, he just he kept checking in on me, and there was just something in me that was like, man, there's people who still really, like, believe in me and want to see me do this. And I'm like, maybe maybe I will keep trying. Maybe just that's a little really, bit more. That's really funny, because he did the same thing for me. <laughs> right? He's so great. I love him so, so much. Good. Oh, my God. Bell is he just... This. We love you. <laughs> I love... Bell. if you hear this, I love you so much, yeah, man. I love, love you, you so much. Oh, my God. That because guy... We're in, we're in Nightshade together, so it's like... Aww. Literally, best human being. Such a wholesome human so being. Good. He, we were, he was in the... Uh, my, my first paid project I was ever in, the first one I was ever in, XOXO Droplets. He was in it as well. And we were both just so excited to be in a thing together. And he's just... He's always there. He's always there for like everyone. Just just checking Honestly, in and being so yeah. kind. Ugh, I've I've never met a kinder person. I don't think. Honestly, like just all over the place, loving everybody, helping everybody, just 
congratulating everybody. Oh, he's just and wishing uh, everybody happy birthday. Like and like he has like a list of names. Time. Like he he always knows who to send opportunities to. Yes. Like he just he's so on top of everything. Yeah, just every time there's a casting call, with like just immediately knows. Yeah, he's he's names he's got names. He's got names for you right away, and it's like man. He's great. Imagine if everyone had that oh kind God. of enthusiasm. If, if every if everyone was enthusiastic as Bell, we would literally have a flawless community. We would. I we, we really would. <laughs> <laughs> we really would. Gosh, yeah. There's there, there's just there's so many like nice, lovely people in the community. Like I, I, I know. Like there's no way I could ever proper give up on it again because there's just there's way too many people who I know are like, they they believe in me and. I believe in them, and it's such a good mutual feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I could go off for hours. Like, oh, I know. So, I, know. I, I could, a, I could pull up a list thing. of my own names and just be like, "And this person <laughs> is great for this reason." <laughs> Honestly, I yeah, I could do that too. There's so many great people. Oh, I know. I know. Ah, it makes me so happy to even just think about. I know, like the people that I play D and D with for the stream that we do on Monday nights. Um. Like, I met some of them through voice acting, and then I connected them, and then they did things together, and they brought Aww. other people on, and and now we we talk just about every day Aww. about some, just anything, mainly D and D because we are really being put through the ringer every <laughs> single week. But apart from that, it's just you know helping each other. We have like a a Discord thing for the podcast that we're working on, but it's like it's branched out now and. More people are getting into things. And oh. More people are, you know, meeting other people, and it's we're watching everyone just kind of branch out and do new things and fun things, and uh so it's so good to see people, you know, yeah. going out there and being amazing. Ah, yes, honestly, like that's it's that it's that community feeling we we're talking about. That like just it feels so connected, and it's such a good feeling. Sure is sure is it really does the heart good it does oh i know i know i'm the same i could i could just I could just rant about everyone for ages about how much i like them all <laughs> yeah just talk about how great people are oh man. that'd be a great podcast episode to just talk about <laughs> uh, like, I'll, I'll just sit I like here you because you're great i like you because you do this really well and <laughs> for you know what maybe someday for two hours i'll pull up my twitter list and i'll just start scrolling through and be like okay now this person Here's why I love them. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Honest, honest, Kate, Kate, you've kind of tempted me now. I might just do that. <laughs> write it down, write it down. Keep a note. Keep oh, it God. Down. Type it up. <laughs> yeah, type it up, write it down. Um, I'll, I'll, write, I'll write it down right now. Podcast where I talk about all the people I like. For two hours. <laughs> yep, I think that that yeah, that's. <laughs> there we go. It'll happen. Go. I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh man. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could go over two hours, but. Oh, I, yeah. We could do like a 24-hour <laughs> live stream if if, if oh, someone would let names me. off. <laughs> just like by the 24th so hour mark, I'm just like, yeah. So that was everyone. I think. Oh wait, no! I oh forgot. wait, hold on! Wait, wait, one more! <laughs> I forgot so and so. Oh wait, I forgot to hit next page. Whoops! 
Oh, I thought I, oh. No. There's, I put it on a second document and I didn't label it? Hold on. Give, oh, me, give oh. me a second. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good, though. Oh, yo. People are good people. They're good people. They are. There's good people in the world. You just, you just got to go find them. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it does take time <laughs> to yeah. kind of connect to those people. Yeah. Networking is a skill. It is. It is. I'm I'm thankful that in, in my, my younger years, I was just so enthused that I was able to just, like, hop in with people and be like, yeah, I am as enthusiastic as you are because I, I at least was able to make a decent baseline of people who were like, oh, well, this guy's enthusiastic. All right. Oh, yeah. Look at this guy. <laughs> He's ready to go. <laughs> Just jump on in there. Oh, I wish I had that kind of enthusiasm now. <laughs> I know. I'm, just so I'm intimidated by everybody. I know. Oh, I know. I'm like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to gain it back a little bit. I'm trying to get good at just like, you know, casually, you know, hop in to congratulate someone, hop in if I have something of usefulness oh, yeah. to say. But oh, sometimes it's just like, oh, I could say this thing to that person. I could. I could do it. Mm. <laughs> Don't know if I'm gonna. Mm. Don't know. Don't know. It's like, have, have I said something else to them this week? I probably have. They probably don't want to hear from me again yet. It's like, did I comment on something they posted earlier? Did I? Oh, I know. I like. I did fear I like that you, so much. Did I like every single tweet oh, in no. that thread? Oh God, no. Oh, I'm so, <laughs> I'm, so I'm so guilty of doing that. And then I'm like, oh no, that probably looks so weird. I'm just sitting like they probably just getting notification. Calvin liked this. Calvin liked this. Calvin liked it. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should just like the first tweet in the thread. Oh God. Yeah, I've started doing like the first and last. Yeah, to, to, like I read the first one and I read like read all the way to the last one. So right, I I, I'm like you, you can see I, I read your whole thread. I, I didn't just read the top one. This is good. Yeah, and I didn't just like the first one and not read the rest of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't worry, I've I've read all of it and I know what you're saying and I appreciate what you've just said. Yes, but I don't want to flood your notifications, so I'm not liking each one. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I mean, in in theory, we shouldn't be <laughs> so, so nervous. I know, because, like, I don't care when somebody else does that. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. they read my whole thread. But then it's like, but what if somebody else cares? <laughs> what if so- yeah, what if somebody's out there like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, they're liking, oh. Oh, why are they, why are you liking all my tweets? That's so weird. Look at, like, the- hey, everyone, look at how weird this is. <laughs> like, hey, can this person stop liking my tweets? Like, come on. It's way too many. What? Like, you you saying you like my stuff that much? Wow, kind of weird. Are you just waiting for me to tweet again so you can like it? Like, come on. I know. That's the other thing is when I refresh my page and someone posts something two seconds ago, I'm like, let me just wait like 30 seconds before I like okay. this. Otherwise, that's going to look okay. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody, yeah, if somebody tweets something and you say, oh, they posted it maybe 10 seconds ago, I have to wait. I can't. You don't think I was just waiting for them to post something. I know. So I- like it or comment on it it's like listen i just I, I just refreshed my thing you just happened to be there i'm not i'm not like stalking your pain don't worry like i'm sorry it just it was just <laughs> there it was there i read it and i want to show you that i appreciate it but let me wait another two minutes right because it's like okay but like i have to like it soon because if i don't like it now that i'm gonna forget and then you're gonna just think like oh you know like obviously i didn't see it but no i i did i have to show you i did but not that quickly <laughs> Or if you refresh the page and it disappears. You no. Can't find it. <laughs> and you're like, wait, I, I wanted to like it. No. <laughs> Hold on. 
Come back, come back a second. Wait, 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 who was that? Uh, I gotta search up their profile. Wait, uh... I didn't, I didn't recognize the profile picture. I no. don't know who this is. <laughs> wait, who, who was that? Was that someone, someone that retweeted? So- oh, God. What's their handle? I don't remember their handle because they change oh. it all the time. Oh, that's the worst. Or like wait, when someone's handle is nothing like their name. So you're just sitting there like, ah, oh, is it, is it, it, no, uh, is it, it, no. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate when people change things for fun holiday things yeah. or Halloween or you're doing something right now and you make mention of it in your, your handle. Mm-hmm. But it's like sometimes my brain associates you with your handle. <laughs> yep. So if you change it and it's no longer, I don't know, like three fish emojis and a heart, <laughs> like I'm not going to, I'm going to forget and I'm not going to be able to find you anymore. Or, or like if someone changes their profile picture, I'm like, who is this? Who am I? Fo- oh, oh, it's, oh, it's you. Oh, oh okay. Who are you? <laughs> what have you done? What is going on here? Oh, Zeno actually got me with that this morning because I, I refreshed. Oh, because yeah, and I was I was like, wait, <laughs> does Donald Glover have a Twitter? Was I was I following Donald? Oh wait, no, that's just Zeno. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> just God Zeno. damn it! I saw that this morning and it took me a second because <laughs> I, I saw somebody comment on it and it just said Zeno with a question mark. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, let wait. me look at this again. Wait, hold on, hold up. Oh, it's <laughs> like oh. I see. And, oh, right. Oh, oh, it's it's April uh, Fool's Day. It's I the Fool it Day. Uh, ha, ha, ha. I, I get it. I've had to be on top of things today for April Fool's Day. I know. I saw. I saw someone else say. I forget who it was, but they posted. Ah, yes, I am now replacing Jim Cummings as the voice of Winnie the Pooh. He called me this morning and told me himself. And then a bunch of people thought he was being serious, and he was like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no." Although I really, I really don't know how I feel about all the people jumping in like, "Hey, so I'm quitting voice acting." I don't. Uh, that one makes what? me feel bad. It's like, no, don't do that, because then everyone's gonna panic for a minute. Don't make people panic. The people are gonna panic, realize what it is, and then go emulate it. Yeah, I know. I, oh, I've, I know. I've seen like multiple people do it now, and I'm like, don't, don't do I it. I was trying to think of something funny to do. I was half tempted to just go, <laughs> like, "Hey guys, later today, I." I'm unveiling my VTuber <laughs> and then just drawing a stick person. And I'm oh like, this God, is yes. Funky Jim. It's my VTuber. <laughs> this is Funky Jim. <laughs> this is Funky Jim, my, my VTuber. I will, I will be exclusively streaming under the alias of Funky Jim from now on. Oh, yeah. You might only refer to me as Funky Jim. Yep. This is a Funky Jim only Twitter. Yep. <laughs> um. I don't know if I'm remaking a personal Twitter because I'm just Funky Jim now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'm really committed to my life as VTuber Funky Jim. <laughs> as VTuber Funky Jim. <laughs> oh I God. mean, I gave up. I gave up and I just wrote, it's me. I'm the April Fool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I couldn't. I couldn't. Do I... I mean, as much as I love the idea of Funky Jim, the VTuber, <sighs> I, I wasn't. The world, the world isn't ready for him yet, you know? No, we have to we have to wait until uh, VTubers aren't popular anymore. Yes, and yep. then I'm gonna unveil Funky Jim. <laughs> exactly. Oh God, the... everyone's gonna be like, it's back. VTubers are back. <laughs> oh God, you've you've skyrocketed them back into popularity. <laughs> <laughs> With just Funky Jim, we've rebuilt the VTuber community. <laughs> you uh, honestly, for Funky Jim, I would, I would, mm-hmm. absolutely. 
Oh yeah, I would. I would do just about anything for Funky Jim. Hands down, would would lay my life on the line for Funky Jim. <laughs> for Funky Jim. <laughs> See, now I'm half tempted to draw Funky Jim. Right, because like just say, saying it. I, I think I should just draw Funky Jim please. and post it to Twitter with no context and just tag you in it. Please. Just just please. <laughs> oh my god. I I would I'll retweet that in an instant. Because I mean today I need to I need to draw something anyway because I need to get something ready for a stream tomorrow. Ooh. But while I'm drawing, I'll just draw Funky Jim and I'll just post yes. Funky Jim. Yes. And this is I mean, people are gonna hear this later on down the line. Yep. But <laughs> Now you know what the deal with Funky Jim was. Now you understand, because I'm I'm not going to give any context, and so you'll you'll have to watch this and or listen to this and yeah. find out. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> go back and and take a look at Funky Jim. He's still funky. Exactly. He's still still just as funky as he was on April Fool's Day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we love him. Oh, Funky Jim. <laughs> God, yes, Funky Jim, forever. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what what did I tweet for April Fools? I think it was right. I say, uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to announce that I am now voicing everyone. Yes, everyone. I saw that, <laughs> I saw that and I could stop laughing because you're like, I'm gonna come to, I'm gonna come to you. I was like, Wait a minute, we're we're calling this afternoon. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't even think of that. I was like, oh no, I'm the first to go. <laughs> yes, uh, this is my announcement. Yes, I am now the voice of Jason. Sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm just oh. gonna reach through my microphone. <laughs> Yeah, yep, just here we, yeah, all right, I'm disintegrating. Uh, hi, this is me, Jason, now talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, as you notice, I, I, I'm, I'm gone now. Yeah, you can't, you can't talk anymore, you're gone. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, wait, sorry, this ruins the phone. podcast, sorry. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, God, I was just gonna sound like I'm talking to myself. I mean, we could, in theory, use this as evidence for afterwards when I no longer exist and I've been replaced by Funky Jim. Oh, it's that's true. Yes. You're voicing me now. That's right. That's right. Uh, you've been replaced so with I Funky Jim, kinda... voiced by me. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm no longer Funky Jim. You're Funky Jim. That's right. And my Twitter's gone because it's just melded with yours. Oh. Is that how that works? Oh, do, do I like absorb? Do I do I get everybody's followers? Like I, I absorb your I account? Mean, I, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm assuming because if you're voicing oh, people, then I'm, I'm just assuming you're taking them as a person and they're just becoming part Wait, of you. How long is my handle going to be by the end of this? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think anyone's going to be able to find you after that. How, how many VAVOs are going to be on the end of my Twitter handle? <laughs> <laughs> your your entire uh, Twitter handle is just going to be just V A V A V A V A V. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, like every every new person I absorb, I'll tack another V A onto the end <laughs> of oh my, my ads. What if it just says Calvin V A V A V A V for every? It's like a tally mark. Yeah, exactly. Every exactly. Time you, get a new person, you get a new V A. Exa- exactly, and then that's how you'll know that another one is gone. <laughs> Yeah, if it grows, we're like, oh, who's who's gone? Who's oh God, well, let me go check my let me go check my list. Who who melded into him now? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's disappeared? Oh, and then we'll just, I guess, collectively mourn who's been absorbed. Yeah, yeah, we'll be like, uh, sad, sad to announce that uh, so and so is gone now. Uh, has been absorbed into the Calvin Collective. Uh, yeah. The Calvin Collective. <laughs> It's like a hive mind now. Basically, you are a whole voice actor hive mind. <laughs> oh my god! You That's like you the scariest thing. You like you come home one day like when your significant other is a voice actor. You're like, hi, honey, I'm home, and then you just hear my voice. Hi. 
Um, <laughs> oh no. Oh no. He's a part Calvin of the hive mind you. now. <laughs> Calvin got to you. Oh no. Oh no. So sorry. What a horror film we've just made. Gee. See, that's what I should have done for my senior thesis. <laughs> Every time I bring someone on. Every. That's it. Every time I bring someone onto this podcast as a guest, that's how I absorb them. That's yeah. Oh I mean, God. I'm I I can't believe I'm the first to go. I know you know it's it's an honor, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the collective is now too strong to yeah. Too not, strong. not too strong, not T O O, but T W. <laughs> the the collective is too strong. <laughs> too strong. No, we're. For two people strong. Too strong. And it will be ever growing. (laughs) (laughs) It won't stop. It can't. It can't stop. Oh, gosh. We have already been talking for over two hours, so. (laughs) I mean, I think that's how long it takes to be fully absorbed. That's true. Yeah, that's that's correct. It's it's a a two-hour minimum, uh, and then full absorption is complete. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I... I no longer exist. Yep. You're just talking to yourself. Yes. Yeah. You uh, not like I don't already do that all the time anyway. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Right. Don't we all? Yeah. I think at the two hour mark, that's when I was, was gone and yep. you're recording this after the fact and you've just edited it together. Yes, exactly. I, I, I do one take and then I, I slap the other over top. Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You also cut out. The agonizing screams. Uh, yes. As I was absorbed into my computer <laughs> and, you know, just out your microphone. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's how it works, I think. And then like it's it's like it's like the Pokemon trading sequence from the original, right? Where it's like you you yeah. see my voice going in yours, and then they like swap places, except like mine goes into yours, yours just like falls on the floor out here, and then I also keep mine still. <laughs> yeah, my my body is just an empty pokeball. <laughs> God. There's nothing inside. It's like a trade where only I get everything. <laughs> but is that really a trade? You're just taking it from me. Oh yeah, I guess that's a take. Yeah, it's just a take. <laughs> and then I'm and then I'm just left here. Hey, do you do you want to take Pokemon with me? Did you mean trade? No. Yoink. No. No. <laughs> no do you want to give? Me your, yeah. Your hey, do you want to give me your Pokemon? <laughs> That's how. That's literally how they should do it now. That's how Team Rocket should operate. Yeah. Just, hey, let's trade. Okay. <laughs> now give me your Pokemon. <laughs> You're Amazing. not gonna give me something back. No, I'm. I'm taking. No. Yeah. It's. It's not a trade. Have. No. That's. That's something else. This. This is. This is taking. Not this trading. Is, this is. I am taking from you. <laughs> that's it. Oh man. Where have we? Where have we gone? We've gone. All over the place. <laughs> we took a journey. Yeah, I'm. You know, that's that. That's it. That's just yeah. How we, you know? Tangents, <laughs> as we established at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna happen. Oh yeah. I was. I had no doubt in my mind we were just gonna go off and end up with. <laughs> stealing voices from voice actors. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and, and Funky Jim, you know. Oh, and, oh yeah. yeah. We can't forget about Funky Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love him. We do. See, now I have to, I'm going to draw him for you. That's... Yes. Oh, my God. I'm I'm actually excited for Funky Jim. <laughs> like, do I want to make him a stick person or do I want to actually go all out and draw Funky Jim? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, either way, it will be a treasure. Absolutely. Good. I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> it's Funky Jim. It has to be. <laughs> I think more 
people in the indie voice acting community need to be aware of Funky Jim. <laughs> I'm just saying. They will be. They will be by the oh, end of this. Because I know so many of them are getting into VTuber streaming. Oh, yeah, that's and, true. You know, commissioning art for VTubers and stuff like that. But, I mean, they don't have Funky Jim. Yeah. They don't have what Funky Jim has. I'm sorry, guys. Just if you're not Funky Jim, then, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. If you're not Funky Jim, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Just, yeah, there's no hope for you. <laughs> there's no hope. Funky Jim is the only person whose voice I cannot claim. <laughs> no. No. Just, <laughs> oh, God. I'm too emotionally attached to Funky Jim now. I know. I know. Like, I, I actually am, like, like, palpably excited to see him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Oh, Funky Jim. Yes, yes, yes. Man, Funky Jim. Okay, but we we probably should end the podcast, yeah. though, because it's been like yeah, two hours. Sorry. That's that's true. <laughs> that's right. That's true. That's right. We're still recording. I forgot. Yeah, I mean, I hope it was entertaining at least. <laughs> I, I, I hope. I, I had fun, so, you know. I also had fun. I think it was a resounding success. Yeah, now I no longer exist. Yep. That's exactly what my whole plan was this entire time. Now, I hope no other voice actors watch this so they'll still come on the podcast and won't know that that's what this is for. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, just don't tell them. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it on my Twitter and I'll say, hey, if you're a voice actor, don't watch this. Don't watch this. <laughs> but come be on my podcast. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, like don't watch it, but also uh, come be on my podcast, though. <laughs> I don't want to give away the surprise at it's, the end. It's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. It's just, it's fun. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, but yes, thank y'all for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you for, thank you for joining me, Jason. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me to come hang out. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time that we've actually gotten to sit down and talk to each other. I know. Oh my god. So, I mean, I think for a first time talking to each other, um, I, I can't even begin to explain. The range of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, though. <laughs> yeah, we were we were serious. We were weird. We kind of forgot where we were multiple times. Yes. We forgot yep. how to speak English. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's how it is. The full range. We got it all. Mm -hmm. Checked all the boxes. Mm -hmm. That's why we're actors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we got range. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> all right. Okay, bye.